This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Hello, listeners. I'm Allie, and this is Quad Pro Quo. As always, I'm joined by my three co-hosts, Tammy. Hello. Matt. Hello there. And Guido. Hello. We are a film podcast inspired by the quid pro quo scene in Silence of the Lambs. Each month we pick a theme and each week one of us picks a movie that falls within that theme. We are in week one of our December theme month, which is... Anyone want to say? That holiday. Queen Latifah movie. The holiday. The ho- she the last a taxi holiday. In the that? last. That's the last holiday. She got a taxi, right? No, that's taxi. Oh. Uh. We are going to be picking holiday movies for the month of December. Okay, so each of us is going to pick a holiday movie. And then at the end of the month, we will rank the movies from favorite to least favorite. So week one is my pick. But before we get started, what was the, you know, because the holidays are about giving gifts and just oh. being with family and all that fun stuff. What, what was your guys' favorite Christmas gift? Nintendo 64, 100%. Were you that and kid? And then it was the oh, Xbox. Oh, I can't even believe you just said that. Were you that kid in that video where he was like, Nintendo 64! Probably. You know what my favorite is? Lola. Oh! Uh. <laughs> yeah. Don't you feel bad now? All right, you got to cut that out. I can't have that out there. Mm, don't piss me off then. <gasps> Ooh. Oh, so I guess that means we got to pass this, or at least you have to pass this. No. I'm, I'm not doing um, that. It's not worth that. So I would say, calling back to my childhood, childhood, uh, Easy Bake Oven, because that shit rocked. Um, but also when I was in like my early teens, my aunt, who sadly just recently passed away, she gave me a subscription to... Empire Magazine or Premiere. I'm sorry, it was Premiere Magazine, and it was like Premiere Magazine is no longer around, but it was this movie magazine, and I got it every month, and it was like the best gift I ever got because I got a movie, a magazine about movies every single month, and I loved it. It was such a great gift, but definitely Easy Bake Oven. <laughs> Tams, I said Lola. Oh, Lola, fucking liar! Nice. Choose again, Matt. I got a five string bass once. So that was pretty cool. That's nice. Yeah. You slapped that bass? Anywho. Okay. Was it your American Girl doll? What was your favorite? Oh, I never oh, got an American Girl doll. I never no, got, I got one. I got one for my birthday. I didn't but, get one. Ooh, which Christmas. one did you get? Molly, because I thought I looked like her. Oh, I it always was wanted. Before we, it was before they had the ones that look like you. I always wanted Samantha. I always wanted Samantha, she was, too. She, was basically, she sleeps with everybody? No, because no. she was like posh, and it was like 1920s. She was rich. And she was rich. Yeah. And she had like the best wardrobe. Molly was like a nerd. What was Molly? With, she was the nineteen, like uh, World War Two era. World War Two. And then there was yeah. like Abigail. She was like a colonial girl. No, I never wanted her. Yeah, you were, wanted Sam. Everyone wanted Samantha. Were any yep. of them astronomers? And they came with a telescope. No, no. Oh, is that a lead into my movie? I was a big Barbie bimbo a big barbie girl so i had uh tons i had a house i had the mustang i had wait wait, wait. The, mustang. the mustang yeah was it the car or the plane was it a plane? car or the plane it was a car okay just checking yeah and i had my whole basement i just had tons and tons of barbies 
So I would say the Barbies were probably the best gifts because I played with them the most. Yeah, oh, I got yeah. I got Madame Alexander dolls. My mom would give me one for one for Christmas, one for my birthday every year. So I have probably upwards of twenty Madame Alexander dolls, and she usually themed them. So they were usually like fairy tale themed. Um, my mom still has the one that she ones that she has when she was a little girl. So they're like from oh the wow thing. oh yeah they're she has like Amy from Little Amy. Women and she has Joe from Amy, Little Women one little. Doll. Yeah. And Amy, they are, one out of the closet. And uh, they're from like the 50s. So much yeah. dust. I mean, oh. I also got a shit ton of Legos also. Those were well, You still get too. those. Well, I, but now I have to buy them myself. Or, or your very lovely wife gets them for you for your birthday. You know what? You can get Allison a Lego centerpiece for your Thanksgiving table. They have that. It's like a cornucopia. I love it. It's so pretty. Yep. It's oh, autumn yeah. colors. Yes. I got to get you hint, the succulents hint, for, nudge, your, nudge. for your desk. I thought wink, about getting... Well, wink. sometimes I think about getting um, like the flower ones for Nate for Christmas because they make like an orchid one. Did we get them that one year? We did. Now he has like a Lego... A Lego terrarium, basically. So cute. That's cool. I was going to get him one for you to give to you. Like, it was like a bouquet of flowers for your birthday, but it was Lego flowers. I was going to get him, make, have him make, put it together for you. Aww. Then yeah, I did, we were walking around. Um, or no, it was like a succulent garden. That's what that? I was going to get. It was last week. We saw that at um, Barnes and Noble. And I asked you if yeah, you wanted cute. it, and you said yes. And I, I was like, yeah, I will cross I would, that I like off that. my list. Let's get to my pick. My pick. <sighs> For what ho- could this be a holiday? How could this be a holiday for month? holiday theme month? As hopefully you all know, uh, last December we did the original Black Christmas. You gave us your heart in the very next day, and people really it liked it. So this year I decided to continue the tradition, and I have picked a movie from 2006, which is directed by Glenn Morgan, starring Katie Cassidy, Michelle Trachtenberg, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, and Lacey Chabert. We're talking about Black Christmas again, again. again. Well, you know what? It comes once a year. Fifteen years ago, on Christmas Eve, his family became his victims. What have you done? to discover Lauren we're opening up presents why don't you open the present we got you their house I got it is his home around the room had you seen this version of Black Christmas Tammy no Matt (laughs) fuck no no Guido I have successfully avoided until now. All right. Also, our listeners may know have noticed um, our guest star from last year, Kyle. Oh, hates this movie. Is not here. And we talked to him about it on Thursday. And he was like, oh, fuck, no. That's fucking fucking terrible. It's the the fucking worst. Worst. That's exactly how he says it, too. Ah, fuck, no. Fuck, no. It's the Lionville Wawa of remakes. (laughs) (laughs) What did he call it? He had this running joke about because well, no, obviously yeah. for listeners who are not from this area, Wawa is a convenience store chain in the uh, North tri-state area. It is not just and it's a way it of life, is right? But did you know they make they, pizza? They do. They just Wawa started. has pizza. It's fresh. It's fresh. So there is a Wawa near where Kyle and I went to high school, and he always just says he just says it's the worst. So now every time we say something's the worst, we go, "Oh, it's the Lionville Wawa." Oh, okay. Because he said it's the worst fucking Wawa ever. It's the Lionville Wawa. I will say this has a terrible, 
terribly laid out parking lot. Like, it's awful. And it's a dirt wawa. It's a dirt wawa, yeah. It's Even after the remodel. It's Is it still... a small one, too? No, no, no. It's a no. gas It's a gas. It's one. a gas station, but it's laid out horribly. Like, it's just not good. I heard they don't have a panini presser. They can't do the flatbreads. <laughs> Sorry, I just keep thinking about that Instagram short I watch where it's like, tell me you're from Jersey without telling me you're from Jersey. It's just a guy going, I'm going to fucking Wawa. Oh, and also, um, <laughs> you forget, you, I mean, you did the whole have we seen it, but you didn't ask if we were excited. And clearly by well, our- Well, I can tell by the yeah, fuck no. By our responses, we were all- I like, also have not seen it. Okay. Well, let's get into it. So again, my movie came out in 2006. It was directed by Glenn Morgan, who also directed- uh, Willard, which is um, a movie version of, or a remake of a movie from the 70s about a guy who owns rats. Yeah, it was called Ben. Ben. Mike, Michael Jackson did the song yeah, for it. Yeah, so Willard had um, Chris Glover. Um, so Glenn Morgan also directed some X-Files episodes. He also produced some of the Final Destination films, which is why we see quite a few Final Destination ladies in this movie. Mm, um, okay. So it stars Katie Cassidy, progeny of David Cassidy of the Partridge family. I think I love you. Michelle Trachtenberg, a.k.a. Harriet the Spy. Mary Elizabeth Winstead, now current Mrs. Ewan McGregor. And Lacey Chabert, her dad invented Toaster Strudel. Quad pro quo alum. Lacey Chabert. I like that girl on Euro trip. Michelle Michelle Trachtenberg. So this budget of this movie was $9 million. Uh, It actually grossed $21.5 million worldwide. And it made $3.3 million in its opening weekend. It's a junk food movie. Okay. The film opens on Christmas Eve at a sorority house. So... Similar setup as the original Black Christmas mm-hmm. sorority house. Somebody's getting right, drunk and high. Someone's getting drunk right before Christmas Eve or right before Christmas. <clears throat> so we see Claire is writing a card to her sister Lee and drink, and drinking wine very weirdly, in my opinion, like holding it in front of her mouth, like pensively and then reaching for her fucking ball it's a ballpoint pen. who writes with a ballpoint pen or it's, it's a um fountain pen a, a fountain, fountain pen. pen yeah who writes with a fountain and pen? it's people red. that get stabbed with it's it like that's blood red yes so claire is distracted by the clothes in her closet moving which again spooky very similar to the first active Black closets Christmas. Yes. i feel like i've seen this before yes after she checks we see that someone is hiding under the bed yeah there's a blind guy Claire goes Claire goes back to writing her letter but discovers her pen is missing. Then someone attacks her from behind, places a bag over her head, stabs her in the face with the pen. Face in stabbing is eye. very common in this movie. Right in the eyeball. Yeah, and the bag over the head. We got so many candy dishes in this movie Lots compared, of candy dishes. compared to the first one. <laughs> so then we move to an orderly at Clark Sanitarium who is entering a wing of the hospital with a cart of food. He's handing out Christmas cookies and milk to the... Uh, uh, patients. I do like the one where he opens and he says, he keeps saying Merry Christmas, happy but birthday. then for the guy who thinks he's Jesus, he says, Happy birthday. <laughs> I thought it's that cute. was kind of funny. It was funny. Uh, so the security guy notices that um, behind the orderly is a guy dressed as Santa who walked into a secure floor. Santa claims that he was looking for the children's ward. Before the guard can kick him out, Santa notices that one of the inmates is named Billy Lenz. And we learn that as a child, Billy was locked up in his attic until he killed his entire family on Christmas. And every year since, he tries to escape so he can go home. And he has a rare disease that well, makes he's his yellow. skin yellow. We don't, yes. So okay. he, we, he so appears yellow, very he's yellow. He's a, a piss skin, yellow belly mustard boy. Yes. Okay. He's that yellow bastard totally from Sin City? He's jaundiced. Okay. So cut to back to the sorority house. Uh, Kelly, played by Katie Cassidy. Again, progeny of David Cassidy from the Partridge family. She was also in the first Taken. 
She's the slutty friend. She is the slutty friend. She also was in, um, what's that? Super Supernatural. She was on Supernatural. I think she might have been on Arrow, too. Is that too. a TV show? Yeah. Yeah. Unlike okay. the WB. When people watch that, then Firefly. So she is... <sighs> you can't take that away from them. Well, no one watches Firefly because it was canceled after one season. There's a reason. No. So she's making out with her boyfriend, Kyle, played by step progeny of Kurt Russell, Oliver Hudson. Hey! Hey! Right outside the sorority house. They're making out. Um, a lot of so, heavy petting. Yes. Apparently, the sorority has a tradition where during their secret Santa, someone ends up with Billy's name and they give him a gift. According to Barbara, played by Andrea Martin, who was in the original mm-hmm. Black Christmas and also is the aunt from My, My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Yeah. I make lamb. Okay. What okay. do you mean you don't eat no meat? That lady. Amazing. And, then, and inside the lump was my twin. Was my twin. So they can't start giving out the secret Santa gifts until they find Billy's gift. It's a tradition. Same, is she the same lady that was on um, Only Murders, Only Murders in, the, in the Building? Yeah, yeah, She was the one that was... She was the one that was going to marry Steve Martin. Yeah. That's yeah. the same person. So what, no, what what did we call her in the last movie? Or what Kyle call her? Well, Frowie? Oh, or, for, well, I just said she's the she's the Jewish one of the sorority. I feel like she had a nickname like that in the other movie. Mm. Hori? Oh, no, I like her, but she's dating the the, like Tori, the one but... dude who's like... Dresses up as Santa. There's no, there's not a lot of dudes in this movie. We don't get a lot of the dudes. Yeah, none of them were wearing fur coats. No, so no one fesses one up to having. <laughs> no one fesses up to having Billy's name, but from Heather, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, aka Mrs. Ewan McGregor, aka Final, Final Destination Three, aka Live Free or Die Hard. Yes. Um, Death Proof. Death Proof. Uh, Ahsoka. Yes. Yes. She's Harris and Dula now. So from She's her reaction, we can tell that she probably got Billy's name. Meanwhile, the- Dana, played by Lacey Chabert, a.k.a. her dad Black was Toaster Scrolls. Alum. Mm-hmm. Just wants to get the gifts over with so she can party. But Melissa, Michelle Trachtenberg, a.k.a. Harriet the Spy, also Buffy's younger sister and Buffy. And Eurotrip. Yes. Points out that there's a snowstorm outside. Back to the sanitarium, the guard discovers Billy is missing and enters his room. Spotting, Billy! Spotting a large hole where the sink used to be, the guard doesn't call for backup and instead gets closer. Billy, played by Robert Mann, was hiding under the bed and emerges stabbing the guard in the neck with a sharpened candy cane shiv. What? Which right so in the, the th- eye. Throat. No, oh, the this throat. one's the throat. Oh, all right, right. This is the jugular stab. One of the stab. few non-eye right, 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 holes. Right, right. So uh, back to the sorority house, Kelly heads upstairs to tell the rest of the, re- the remaining girls that it's time to open gifts. Lauren, this woman's name is ridiculous, Yan K. Crystal Lowe, who is also the girl who gets um, killed in the tanning bed in Final Destination Three? Can we just um, play a clip we'll from say, that? We'll say that she is technic- She is the Margot Kidder character in this. She's the drunk one, and we see her butt. We do see her butt. It's Did a you nice also butt. Also, notice that she it's has like a field hockey butt. She has a tattoo, literally a like right a above her butt crack. above yeah. her ass crack, uh, so yep. she can wear like low rise jeans. It is the crazy. I've never seen a, a tattoo so close to an ass crack. <laughs> it's actually a tattoo of Baby Yoda. No, it was like a, it was like an Asian. That's symbol. just where one of her bifidas were. I had to cut it off. So it helped. So she helps by knocking on Claire's door, but she can't hear them on account of you know Claire has been killed. And then the two of them knock on Megan's door, but Megan tells them "fuck Christmas" and refuses to come out of her room. Turns out Megan isn't feeling so festive because she found a video online of her and Kyle Oliver Hudson having sex, doing the hippity dippity from behind. <laughs> yeah, this this boyfriend. It was a really long video. Also. It was a little bit long. She was just showing him her O face. 
Yeah, this video... Without her knowing. This boyfriend is, like, playing... He's channeling his Dennis Reynolds because, you know, yes. Dennis Reynolds loves to record his sexual conquests as well. Yeah. And he's a five-star man. After Kelly and Lauren head... A finisher. ...downstairs, Megan hears the song The Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairies playing and follows it to the attic. There she finds a snow globe playing the song, but also a dead Claire positioned in a rocking chair near the window... Again, similar to the original uh, Black Christmas. There wasn't so much a candy dish, though. Yeah, this this bag was opaque, so we couldn't see her face in it. Yeah. And also, there were no M&Ms. Well, nope. that's it. I know. Where do you keep Missed your M&Ms? Opportunity. So no. before uh, she can do anything, the killer places a bag over her head, stabs her multiple times with what looks like a crystal icicle, like a like a ornament from the tree. Uh, then the killer then rips out Megan's eyeball with, her, with their bare hands. Ugh. Lots oh, of, this was so gross. Again, lots of eyeball ripping in this. Yeah, I think big we, into eyeballs. Guido rewound it so we could see it again. I appreciate it was that, like, Guido. Thank you. It was like the attention to detail. Asphyxiated this person, but then they're like, "Just kidding! I'm just gonna grab their eyeball and like squish yeah. it in between my fingers." Yeah, I still gross. think. Well, yeah, one of the literally one of the grossest scenes I've ever seen in a movie is in uh, Kill Bill Volume Two when. Um, oh, she did. She when, snatches no, 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 it and then no, she steps no. on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, when um, yeah. When Uma Thurman and Daryl Hannah have that epic fight and then she does the pluck the other eye and then she's just in total Tarantino fashion, dirty bare feet. Between the foot. <laughs> with that noise. Uh, and it looked like squishes a... Squishes between the toes. Yeah. Yeah, it looked like an olive, like, ugh. Yes. There's a hard, like, pearl in the eyeball. Telling you. <sighs> the aqueous humor is in the eyeball. Ooh. Nice, Tams. The black... Liquid, gross, mm-hmm. black gold. Um, so then Texas we, tea. We go back to the sanitarium. Santa Claus, who's lecherous oh, and gross, that and is. <laughs> yes. What did you say? I was like black gold, Texas tea, oil. That is oil. That is <laughs> Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> um. So Santa Claus is still wandering the halls, hitting on orderlies, slutty orderlies, slutty nurses. Mm-hmm. Um. Billy grabs does Santa him. Claus hit on you at your hospital. I love slutty nurses. No, but I do have a funny... My my mom had a procedure done yesterday, and my uh, mom was getting her discharge instructions, and my dad was there, and one of the nurses was hitting on my dad in front of my mom. She's like, oh, you have very nice hair, sir. And he's like, are you talking to me? Your dad does have nice hair. And then he's, she's like, yeah, you're very nice. Yeah, he's... he's my, mom, my mom would say that, too. She loves, uh, like, crisp white hair. She would say that to your dad, too. Yeah. yeah, well, he's she got, said it he's three got some, times. He's got oh. some, like... I know. He's got some uh, Sam Elliott hair. Your mom was probably like, what the fuck is going on? She was like... I, I she's laughing. She's like, well, she I... Was probably she was high. just shocked. I want to leave. <laughs> well, she said that the wheelchair ride was really fun because she was... She was high at the nice. time. So she's like, wow, it was really fun getting wheeled to the front door. It was really fun getting wheeled to the front door. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Billy grabs Santa, kills him, changes into his Santa suit, and escapes the sanatorium. Sanitarium. Sanitarium. Sanatorium. Well, what's a sanatorium? I don't know. What's the difference between That's a sanitarium? That's where they sanitize you. What's the difference between a sanitarium and a sanatorium? Sanitarium, I think, is a hospital. Sanatorium, I think, is uh, like um, a religious like refuge. Oh, okay. They, they talk about that in um, Scarface. Oh, okay. So at the sorority house, Heather finally admits, Heather is... Uh, Mrs. Ewan McGregor, that she got Billy's name in The Secret Santa, but didn't feel comfortable. She's got some weird Southern accent in this movie. Getting him a gift. We then get Billy's backstory. 
Are we ready for this? I'm not sure anyone. Uh, are you is talking about that little Simpson fella? Ready. Yes. So flashback to 1970, and we learned Billy was born with a rare liver disorder that makes his skin yellow. Jaundice. I don't know if you're ever this yellow. He is yes, Simpson yellow. No, this is like I yes. have you seen, get this yellow. I have seen people this yellow. Oh my god! Like a highlighter. Yes. Yeah, like, like a Simpsons character. Yeah, like doesn't he look like um, that yellow bastard from Sin City? Like, yeah, he how, does. He does. Yeah. He does. Like yeah, how yeah, yeah. yellow he was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So his mother hated him because she got a yellow kid and she didn't love her husband. So she took her anger out on Billy. Oh God! He okay. was all yellow. Five years later, Billy's dad puts a gift for him in a secret compartment in his closet. As Billy goes to open the gift, he hears his mom's new boyfriend enter the house. The new boyfriend and Billy's dad argue, which ends with the boyfriend killing Billy's dad by placing a bag over his head and beating him with a hammer. Billy sees the whole thing happen. This is so sad because the dad is a really nice guy. The dad seems sweet. Yeah, yeah. like part and of the me- mom is a wretched hag. She is a she's foul, a gutter slut from hell. She's part of I don't me, even know how he found this person. Like part of me was wondering the way that the dad was just sitting there all the time and like being the. You know, like the nice... I thought he was imaginary until they killed him. Oh, wow. Like, I thought... Because, yeah, the dad served in Nam. I'm like, maybe the dad didn't come back. Well, no, because, like, the kid... the but then, Someone but, said something like Santa, and she and the mom said something like, Santa's not coming for you. His sleigh was shot down by the Russians. Hey, Santa so, is dead. What is she drinking? I see that she's got Stoli, but, it's, like, is it OJ? It's probably a screwdriver. Because okay. it's Christmas morning, so it's probably a screwdriver. Okay. Wait, bef- before we move on, we need to talk about the fantastic Christmas ornaments and decor. I love a silver tree. It is a silver tree. I'm very jealous. Silver tree. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're very. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Those have come back. People love a silver tree now. I want a silver tree. With red lights. Oh, yeah. Red and blue lights. I wouldn't mind a silver tree. I liked how they had, like, even the room was red and blue. like, And then they had the glass ornaments like we have, the retro ones. Yeah. Yeah, you like those? But also, the ha- mm-hmm. this house is the sorority house. So, Billy grew up in this house. And this house is fucking enormous. It's, yeah. Yeah. And, and how is, is this family, enorm- apparently, who That's is, That's what like, I said. I'm like, this white trash piece of shit they're family. So, apparently, they're so poor, but they can afford this big- This house is enormous. Well, you Maybe know- Maybe somebody- Die, the hallways the are like the fucking shining hallways. But here's the like, thing. They like, never end. They say like throughout the movie that the girls can't oh, just like escape, right? Because they're hours from help. But it's a sorority house. Legally, they have to be certain like distance from the fucking college. Right. They I can't mean, be hours away from help. That makes no sense. No, it's not hours away. It's just that a there's a snowstorm so that and police also, can't get there for there, two yeah, hours because there's, there's a pile up on 90 is what they say. And Probably uh, from Final Destination 2. All right, so Billy saw his dad get killed. Later, <laughs> Billy spots his mom and her new boyfriend burying his dad under the house. Billy escapes them by running into secret compartments in the walls and eventually makes it up to the attic where his mom yeah. locks him in. He's like a little fucking rat. He's yeah. Like, he lives it, in the walls. It's Willard. Yeah. Yeah. He's fucking ratatouille. <laughs> All right. So we're back in the present and the story is interrupted by a phone call that Kelly believes is a prank call. Again, got- nod back, but we don't have the very... Hey, no, it's, it's just down with the yeah. sickness. Cut, pink, cut, 
Yeah, now you're gonna, no, now you're gonna feel it, big ass. Gonna you got it. Definitely not as vulgar as the first. Yeah, this yeah. time, this time it's now just like, no, mommy, don't hit me again. It's like, yeah, it's like that. Fuck, yeah, it is. It's like the fuck that fucking part in the disturbed down. With now the you're gonna see how it feels, mommy. You wanna see how it feels? Look at me. All right, so Kelly believes uh, it's a uh, prank call from Kyle, but quickly realizes it's someone reenacting Billy's killing his family. Kelly puts it on speaker, and the voice tells the girls, get out of my house, and I'm going to kill you. Melissa checks the caller ID and sees the call was coming from Claire's cell phone. Claire is dead. Heather decides to pack and get the fuck out, but is stopped at the staircase by a really homely-looking other sorority sister, Eve. Eve gives Heather her present, which is wrapped in a newspaper. Heather opens it, revealing a crystal unicorn. And how how do we know Eve? Because Eve is like not really a sister, but no, she's a she is. She's a sorority sister. She's like, um, she's she's a legacy, is what uh, Andrea Martin says. And then the other ones are like, so she doesn't have any family. Like what? Like they they say like because she's leaving, and they are all like, where is she going? She has no family. So yeah. it's like, where is she going? That's why I was like, okay, are yeah. they trying to like insinuate that she's she's a legacy, which means suspicious. You automatically get into a sorority when you're a legacy, mm. basically. Because your parent... Yeah. yeah didn't so her she mom was a, probably a sorority Didn't you see Animal House? Flounder yeah. got into, you yeah. know, Delta. We flash back to 1982 and see Billy's mom having sex with her boyfriend. Some titties. Today. Yeah, some, I didn't, some, some gross old lady titties. I didn't need to see those. Um, they're having sex on the stairwell, and then he passes out, so she's annoyed. Then, she, you know, Billy's mom, as you would, heads to the attic and um, decides to have sex with her son. Um, Disgusting. <laughs> and woman. then nine months later, she has Foul. a baby. My first qu- thought was when I watched this, I was like, this woman's still of a childbearing age? Because that lady looked old when Billy was born. <laughs> Not to be mean, but. Uh, I literally yelled at the TV, like, what the fuck and this- am I he didn't watching? Face until she literally dropped her bathroom. He, she made it up. She did this with her hand. Then she dropped it. And he was like, huh. I was like, you didn't see this guy. <laughs> I knew it as soon as she looked up the stairs yes. with her top like open. I was like, she's gonna go fuck that kid. She's gonna go fuck she's that. She wants fuck a baby. That kid. And she then, a baby. and then when the screen said nine months later, I was like, oh no! You're welcome. No, no. yeah, no. I'm sorry. No, you you're not. No, no, no. It no. was fucking terrible. No, this is what I you, should be sorry. <laughs> you, you gave us so much shit during. Adventures in Night Night Knifing about making jokes about the Rob Zombie version of Halloween when this fucking movie is basically the Rob Zombie version of Black Christmas. And you're sitting over there just like, and then they do, and then there's incest, and then there's this, and then... Yeah, see, the difference is that Rob Zombie actually thinks he made a better movie. This guy doesn't. I don't think Rob Zombie thinks that. I think he does. So nine months later, we have a little girl named Agnes. Awful name. Who the fuck names no a kid Agnes? Agnes no offense the- to the Agneses out there, God. There aren't any. They're slowly dying one by one right now. The I think the let the last two Agneses in America are like ninety seven and one hundred and five. Right. Nobody's named Agnes anymore. And we hear the mom say, "You're my family now." Then we cut back to present day. So before the house mother Barbara can give Eve her secret Santa gift, does Eve she have any booze? Kind of disappears. In no. The house? No, the no the house mother's not fun. drunk, and there's no kitty. There's no kitty cat. Sorry, I know. That was the like best part 
of the original the first movie. How um, funny she yeah, was. Yeah, like I said, she was just sitting there doing the Benny Hill routine, just going around the house. It finding, was. It finding, was very Benny Hill. Finding booze in random places. So meanwhile, the girls get another phone call. This time from Megan's cell. <gasps> Melissa puts it on speaker and the voice threatens them again. But it's not as um cunty as the original movie. <laughs> it's more just like, I'm going to kill you and and replaying like murders that have happened already. Basically, he, Yeah, he's literally like whoever's calling is literally repeating everything that is said in these unnecessary flashbacks of creepy mom fucking kids yeah. and killing husbands. So apparently the girls like Megan more than Claire because Kelly immediately goes to check on Megan in her room and Melissa calls campus security. Um, approaching Megan's door, Megan's the one that got killed up in the attic, also won the sex tape. Kyle, Oliver Hudson, opens it and gives some vague excuse of wanting to see Kelly. So he snuck through in through a window, not out, but in. The rest of the girls think he made the weird phone calls. And as Kelly goes to check if Megan is in her room, Kyle decides to tell the, the rest about Billy. He also calls them selfish bitches or... Spoiled bitches, because he's a townie. Yeah, he's a townie. Yeah. Yeah, he's an islander. Yeah. I grew up in this neighborhood. Yeah. Billy Lens is our fucking life. You know, you spoiled bitches. You come here for a couple of years and you leave. I live here. I stay here. I used to play on this street before they turned them into frat houses. This was the house that scared the shit out of us. My whole life. So he tells the... Than the rest of, of Billy's story. So then again, we get a flashback to Christmas 1991 and we see Billy's mom give a nine-year-old Agnes a doll as a gift. Billy's mom then heads to the kitchen to have a cigarette, lighting it on the stove. Nice. Very dangerous. And gets a phone call from Billy telling her, she's my family now. Billy's mom rushes into the living room where Billy has placed a bag over Agnes's head, ripped out her eyeball, and eats it in front of his mom and her boyfriend. What? Would someone like to do the noise? That's Agnes making the kill? No, that's Billy making... He doesn't kill her. He just rips her eyeball out and eats okay. it. The boyfriend lunges at Billy, but Billy stabs him through the eye with a crystal ornament. From the first movie? Yes. It's the same one. Kind of, yeah. Billy then strangles his mom with <clears throat> Christmas lights, drags her to the kitchen where he beats her to death with a cookie roller. 13 times. <laughs> He then uses a cookie cutter to cut out pieces of her oh, flesh. Oh, so gross. And then he cooks them in a crazy looking fucking oven. I like that oven. Yes, me oh, too. really fancy looking it, like, oven. That looked like, one of, those, that looked like one of those ninja ovens. But it was really on nice. to like high heat. And I'm like, is no one going to turn this off? Like it's just Well, you're making skin high. cookies. I know, skin cookies. Well, yeah, he, he it, it actually was an air fryer. That's what the oh. recipe called for. A short time later, the police arrive and find Agnes alive and Billy in the kitchen eating his mom's skin cookies. I guess she's his pa- family pause. now. They looked kind of chewy, though. I don't think he cooked them all. Now enough. she'll always be inside him. Mm. Well, at least until he poops. Inside of you. Inside of you. Kyle ends the story by stating that Agnes was taken to a mental asylum and placed in an orphanage where she hasn't been seen since. The girls hear a door slam downstairs. Kyle heads into Megan's room where Kelly is still looking for Megan, even though it's not that big of a room. Megan! <sighs> Megan! Where's Megan? Meanwhile, downstairs, Claire's sister, Lee, who is also the teacher from the first Final Destination movie. She gets stabbed with a knife yeah. and the house blows up. She has arrived looking for Claire, who's dead. She's looking for Claire. Lee spots a gift to Billy no, under the tree. It's so a gift. to Billy. It's from Billy. No, it's from Billy 
to the sorority, which is oh. different. And Barbara, the house mother, says that wasn't there earlier. And the sister's a legacy. The sister, so Claire's sister went to the college and was in the sorority. And yeah. she says, like, I don't know. I came late. I left early. And I really fucking hated it here, <laughs> she basically. Came late. So Barbara opens the gift, and it is the same doll that Agnes got from her mother. And it's wrapped in the same newspaper that that weird crystal unicorn gift was wrapped in that they gave to mm-hmm. Mrs. Hugh McGregor. And it was from 1970s or something? Like it, yeah. Date, yeah. Lee doesn't care. She wants to see her sister. She and Melissa head to, into Claire's room where they find a gift that Claire had wrapped for her. And then downstairs, Lauren, the drunky drunk, throws up because she's been drinking tequila and red wine. <laughs> yeah. And she took a shot and chased it with her red wine. And she weighs like 90 pounds. Uh, So meanwhile, Mm -hmm. Heather realizes the newspaper the doll was wrapped in is dated the same date as the newspaper Eve's present was wrapped in and decides to check Eve's room. What a twist. I know. There it's revealed that Eve's room was Billy's old room. And Heather finds a hidden box of Billy's stuff, including newspaper clippings of the murders. Bum, bum, bum. I know. The power then goes out. And Megan's computer shows an alert that catches Kelly's attention, and she sees the video of Megan and Kyle fucking. I thought the power went out. It did. Yeah, but well, it was then all... the computer goes to battery. It mode, goes to so battery. Wow. And since the power went out, we should also cut out. Oh, we should. We should take a break I to learn about one of the out. other amazing podcasts that are part of the Deluxe Edition Network. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Casey Shearer, and this is Ray. Do you like pop culture? We're pretty sure you do. Then come on over and check us out at deluxeedition.show. You will not be sorry. Or maybe you will be. I don't know. And we're back. All right. So we've seen the sex video. Kyle tries to explain, but he's a disgusting. um, I'm a five star man. Trash. He's a golden god. Obviously not actually related to Kurt Russell. Well, she didn't say no because of the implications. Yeah. Chariot of the gods. So he tries to say like, it was before we met. It was before I met you. Was it also before the girl who you were having sex with consented to being filmed? Kyle becomes irate, curses everyone out again, calling them stuck up bitches. Because again, he's a townie. And he gets kicked out of the house. Bye bye, Oliver Hudson. Not wearing a fur coat. No. Melissa. Not forcing anyone. Melissa. Michelle Trachtenberg then takes Lauren, drunky drunk, to the bathroom where she throws up again. While throwing up. Way to go, Melissa. Way to give 110%. (laughs) she accidentally kicks up a piece of the tile from the floor which reveals a hole she gets it in the shower so bizarre she kicks up another little tile and we see someone watching her from the hole underneath voyeurism is big in this movie after the shower which again we see the tiniest ass crack tramp stamp and some and a little bit of booty i think that's where her prehensile tail was very very good bud what you're seeing is a little bit of a stitch close the hole Melissa puts Lauren to bed and leaves her alone. Basically says, like, sleep it off. Meanwhile, Lee and Dana are consoling Kelly, you know, because her boyfriend's a rapist, basically. And notice that the sorority house is the only house on the street without power. And Dana, Lisa Schubert, goes outside to flip the main breaker, which is underneath the house, the most inconvenient place to have a breaker switch. It doesn't make any sense I know. Uh, She also has to smoke a cigarette. She also has to smoke a cigarette, not inhaling, because she doesn't, Lisa Schubert. And also a a tiny little droplet from an icicle puts it out. (laughs) I said there's a lot of smoking in this movie. And then yeah. I thought back to 2006 and I was like, hmm, we all kind of did a lot of smoking back yeah. then too. Yeah, Miss 
Marlboro menthol lights. Oh yes. Yes. I was Marlboro twenty sevens. Nice drink. Camel filterless soft packs. I'm not John. I went from I went from Marble Reds to Marble Lights, Marble Light One Hundreds, Marble Menthol One Hundreds, Marble Menthol Light One Hundreds, Marble Menthol Lights. Camelites. <laughs> Did you only get the 100s because they were longer? Yes. Yeah. Why didn't you just, you know. And then when I became a server, I had to cut out the 100s because you only get like a certain number of minutes. So I like went to the just regular ones. ones. But yeah. Why didn't the 100s, you just, oh yeah. You should have just nutted up and just gotten noops. Okay. So Dana crawls under the porch to flip the breaker switch. And she's attacked and dragged by, in a by something. We will know who it is soon. They struggle. Dana reaches for a trowel and stabs the attacker in the side. And then the attacker pulls the trowel out of her side and stabs Dana in the back of her head, killing her. I'm really proud of Lacey Chabert. Oh, she fought, girl. She did. Yeah. It's so unlike her. And and none for Gretchen Wieners. And Goodbye. none for Gretchen Wieners. Yeah. And so then happy. the attacker climbs back into the walls, into the house. Inside, Kelly gets a call from her... On herself from Dana, who was just killed. The voice on the other end sounds like Dana screaming, and Lee tells the girl that da- tells the girls that Dana went out back to flip the breaker. Kelly and Melissa go around the back of the house, while Heather and Lee notice that Eve's car is still parked outside the house. Eve is the weird sister that doesn't have a family. Kelly spots bloody scratches in the wood paneling under the house, but along with Melissa, they're unable to remove it to search inside. With the snowstorm, Heather can only make out that Eve is still in the car. They think she's fell asleep in her car. But when they open the door, Eve's head falls out. Dead. Dun, dun, dun. Ah, so she was And then it winks. She gave some good head. She was like, she was like the cop in the first movie who we all thought was just sitting out there cracking his hog. Yeah. But he got his throat slit. Yeah. He was a nice cop, wasn't he? God bless. Lots of screaming. These ladies can scream. And they rush back inside. And they call 911. But due to the storm and an uh, and a backup or a pileup on I-90, they can't get help for two hours. They're not two hours away. It's just a, a, a very problematic night. Okay? Man. It's a shame that, it's a shame that like, the Citizens Hoser Brigade wasn't there. Like, we also the first, don't get like, the, the, original uh, the amazing, like, thing in the first movie with, like, trying to track the calls of, with, like, the, the, oh, the movie, the movie things, the switchboard. That dated the movie, the didn't it? The moving panels oh, that, that I thought great. everyone was going to get smushed in. I was like, this is crazy. And they were eavesdropping on other people's phone calls. Mm-hmm. So Heather and Barbara decide to risk the drive to the police while Lee, Melissa, and Kelly decide to stay behind because they think there's people still alive, which there aren't. So Melissa goes to check on surprisingly a still alive sleeping drunk Lauren. Heather and Barbara get to the car, but Barbara is forced to go back outside to remove the ice from the windshield, which I did like this scene because she pulls out like the ice scraper and Mary Elizabeth Winstead's like, what is that? And the, the house mother's like, are you fucking kidding me? And then she opens the door. She's like, spoiled bitches. Like she didn't know what an ice scraper was because she's obviously never scraped. Yeah, she's from, from Texas. Well, she's probably just a really spoiled rich girl. We also know that... Or from a warm environment. No. So whilst Barbara is cleaning off the windshield, uh, Heather gets killed. Lots of blood spotter. And shocked by all the blood, Barbara falls backward and bumps into the garage door, which causes an icicle to fall and go through her head. Impales her. Yeah. In the face! In the face! And what sound does this make? Splurk. You'll shoot your eye out. Well, Billy scared her, you know. She stumbled backwards. So realizing the car hasn't left yet, Kelly and Lee go outside and check on Heather and Barbara. Meanwhile, Melissa is attacked by 
the attacker. She's able to fight back and run. The attacker follows her to the room where she finds a pair of ice skates and throws them at Melissa's heads. And the ice skate fucking, I don't want to say decapitates her, but basically scalps scalps her. It cleaves her. You liked that. You were like, nice. You did. You said, nice. And then it went. Yeah. There's a lot of that noise. And then it went, skate. Mm -hmm. And then uh, some eyeballs were eaten. Not yet. In Lauren's room, Billy starts to um, sexually assault a sleeping drunk Lauren. Some booby grabbing, some, <laughs> some, some fingering, but obviously he's not doing a good job because she wakes up and she's like, what's going on? She attempts to stab him with the unicorn statue. Again, an homage to the original. Mm-hmm. She misses and then is attacked by another attacker who kills her. Outside, Kelly and Lee find a lot of blood on the other side of the garage door yeah, and hear someone turn the off the car. Yeah. This is really just an allegory for menstruation. Oh, like Carrie. Believing it's the killer, they run back into Lauren's room to look for Melissa. While we see someone enter the house and follow them upstairs, Kelly attempts to ask Lauren where Melissa is, but she thinks she's sleeping. She calls Melissa's cell and sees the light from the cell coming from a hole leading to the attic. Okay, So whoever has their cell phone is up in the attic, basically. The door is kicked open and it's fucking Kyle. Not realizing it's Kyle, Lee attacks him, but he pushes her back and she bumps into the bed, revealing that Lauren is dead and her eyes have been cut out of her head. Again with the Yikes. eyes. Yikes. Oh, eyes. man. I know. I know. The three decide to investigate with Kyle going up to the attic. First, they don't know there's a killer in the house, obviously. Kyle is grabbed and lifted into the attic by the killer. Superhuman strength. A killer. After a brief struggle, Kelly and Lee finally get into the attic just in time to see Kyle get a glass unicorn to the head. Again, in the head a very uh yeah. his eyes are ripped out too it's in your head so, yeah. Yeah. do we do we like kyle better than the other boyfriend from the first 70s movie no no i would say well, sexual so, assault which is what he did to that girl um, no, is I, worse than i honestly think it's a lateral move they're then the, they both i'm suck. getting an abortion well i could tell you one thing uh i think kyle it was because kyle found captain winky <gasps> agnes is a man we haven't gotten to that yet. Yeah. Way to ruin my entire movie, Guido. Shut up. <laughs> this movie didn't know just cut it out. I know. By existing. So Kelly and Lee attack, we'll just say it, Agnes. What? It's Agnes? Agnes. It's Agnes. Okay? That bitch? Yes. That um, one-eyed monster? <laughs> they then watch as Agnes removes Kyle's eyeballs and eats them. Agnes then Ugh. lights Agnes then lights several candles around a Christmas tree surrounded by all the dead girls, complete with their eyeballs hanging as ornaments or for snacks later. And one of their heads is like at the top the of the star. Tree, the star. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's the... It's and she's the, like, I love Christmas. It's the creepy You're weird... You're my family now. It was the creepy weird one that was up on... That was the it was Eve, topper. yeah. So then she attacks Kelly and Lee. Lee falls through the, some loose floorboards in the attic and gets knocked out as Agnes attacks Kelly. In the struggle, Kelly knocks a candle onto the ground that starts a fire. Agnes places a bag over her head, but Kelly's able to fight her off, find a, it says a meat fork, but I think she was using it to roast marshmallows <laughs> or eyes. Eyeballs for sure. And she stabs Agnes in the eye. Unfortunately, she stabs her in the fake eye. Oh, no. That's when it's revealed that she's actually Agnes. Yes. Seeing as how Billy ate her real eye in 1992. Right. It's a circle. Right. Okay. Billy then appears. I blame. Uh, she says, I'm not your family. And Billy's not your family. And she says something like, your brother, your, your brother's here. No, my, my dad, father. My daddy's here. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> they're not your family. Agnes. 
I'm not your family. And your brother's not here. No, my daddy's here. Yeah. As if the eyeballs didn't make you make that no. sound. Just, Her yeah, dad's yeah, here. Just, just recurring that, replaying that scene in my head just made me throw up. I know, it's great. I know. So she once again fights her off and uh, avoids Billy, but she and Agnes fall down into a space between the walls, which is what they've been using to like move. It's just like this the Matrix, house, basically. Yeah, Agnes falls to the bottom, gets knocked out momentarily as Kelly hangs on in her UGG boots. Obviously, two thousand six. Get it, girl. Yeah. I also think that Drunk Girl a- has a shirt from Abercrombie. Oh, I'm sure she's wearing Juicy Couture like sweats too. No, I, because it had all the little sequins with the buttons down the breast. Obsessed. So Abercrombie and bitch. So Abercrombie and bitch. Man, that makes me want to listen to some LFO right Ooh. now. Ooh. Yes. I, I like girl that wear Abercrombie and bitch. You know there's only one that's like, still alive from that girl. Yeah, there's only there's only one light funky one now. So Lee so um sad. can break <laughs> She's trying to help uh Kelly who's, again, stuck in the wall. She breaks through the wall. She saves Kelly before Agnes and Billy can reach her. Meanwhile, the fire is spread to the Christmas tree. And when Lee pulls Kelly through the wall, it pulls the fire Christmas tree down into the walls, basically lighting the entire house on fire. And then Kelly grabs some very convenient paint thinner and um, spreads it all around, causing the fire to engulf the walls and the room. That's very dangerous. Well, it's where you would keep paint thinner in the laundry room. Right, 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 right. Well, that's that's where I huff it. Yeah. Kelly and Lee escape the house, and we transition to them in a hospital a short time later. We get a scene change. In the hospital's morgue, a still alive but badly burned Billy unzips from a body bag and kills the doctor or morgue morgue attendant who just downed a whole How is he still? No. How is he still alive? No, it's Billy first. Billy first. How is he still alive? Yeah. And how is he not in extreme pain? Can I explain something to you? He's only got some some sunburns. Let me guess. Only sunburns. On this this Christmas, Earth is in the tail of a comet. This is is called a horror movie. And um, in horror movies, killers don't die. Because remember when we did Halloween? Remember when you watched Terrifier? Yeah, the guy got shot out the window. Okay? And yes, also this takes place in the tail end of a comet. I, I saw, yeah, because, you know, I saw... <laughs> Everything I, is going haywire. It's haywire. very scary. I saw Harvey Dent get the same burns and... And he survived? Yeah, but he wasn't... He went crazy. He wasn't running around killing people. That's because he didn't get to have sex with his mom. He got to go... He had to go to the hospital first, and he had to be taken care of first. Well, he also he, got to fight uh, and kill other people with his sister slash daughter. Did yeah. he have sex with his sister's eye socket? No. Well, I mean, he did make his own luck, so That's true. maybe. So he then unzips Agnes's bag, revealing that she is also still alive. The two of them then head into the hospital ceiling because they're only comfortable in really tight spaces. Commence the largest Liz Lemon eye roll I know. Now. In Kelly's room, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lee opens the gift that Claire left, which is a watch. The nurse enters... And takes Kelly for x-rays, which I'm not really sure what they're x-raying because she doesn't really look like she has anything broken. But They're x-raying... Apparently, they're x-raying her butt because it had a crack in it. Uh, <laughs> but not with a tattoo above it. They said, looks like you're uh, full of shit, lady. You love to say that to Amelia. <laughs> What's... What? Found, found a crack in it. Or did you fall on it? There's a crack in it now. <laughs> oh, my God. What? You want to go pick up rocks? He was going to give her... On her birthday, he was going to put wrap a rock and give it to her as a present. And I was like, no, you're not doing that. 
She will help you pick up rocks. I will next year. Maybe she. <laughs> but then again, in my defense, maybe maybe she should actually tell me what she does in school. Because then I was sitting there, I'm like, it doesn't seem like. I, I, I channel my dad there. I'm like, it don't seem like you learned nothing in that school. I'm going to take you to a new school. It's huh? School of Hard Knocks. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to get up in the morning, we're going to pick up rocks, and then what? Then we're going to put them down. <laughs> we're going to pick them up again. Then we're going to put them down. <laughs> And Amelia's like, okay, let's yeah, go. So yeah, yeah so now she's like, like, I don't get now it. Now she's like, okay, are we gonna go pick up rocks tomorrow? And I'm like, no, I want to sleep tomorrow. <laughs> she asks him like every day. She does. This is a this is a prison of your own making. I know, I know. <laughs> okay, so the nurse aide starts to take Kelly for some X-rays as Lee puts on the watch. She then starts to hear something in the ceiling, and she's attacked and killed by Agnes, who very easily snaps her neck. Because Agnes is a dude. Yeah, she is played by a man. Fuck. Someone who identifies a man, yes. You see those man hands? She could tear a bread loaf in half, no problem. So you're saying she had man hands? She had man hands. Her daddy is also her brother. Was she a wrestler? Was the person that played Agnes Um, a wrestler? It's like a stunt person. A stunt person. Do you think she keeps bus fare in her fake eye? Yeah, probably. No, she keeps candy. I mean, I, it'll be a that, coin purse. That's the candy dish. That is. Oh, she probably uses. It's she got. Me. She has a really fun way of no, dispensing you know, the you M&Ms. Know what she, her second pocket. No, you know what she does? Because she, she does. No, don't even say she it. She gives her dad brother eye blowies. Eye blowies. This that's uh, where it comes. This in. is where that joke actually would make sense. <laughs> also, a thing I don't. God. I don't get. I, I. I can get the little squirrely jaundice guy. You guys are I can get the little squirrely jaundice guy climbing through the, the ceiling and stuff, but Agnes was way more jacked. That's not body shame. What did I call him? Ah, yeah. Uh, that's piss skin, yellow belly mustard boy. Yes. So What's your nickname for Agnes? That's a dude. One-eyed monster dude. Uh, Kelly finds a piece of Lee's new watch with blood on it, and somehow this doesn't alert her that Lee has been attacked or killed, so she's just kind of... She was just like, uh, she was just like, I bet Lee's on her period. That's why. She said, I think I love you, Sorry. but I think I want to bone you. Kelly then hears something in the walls and hits the emergency button, but the front desk people are too uh, distracted listening to Christmas carols, which, again, call back to the original Black Christmas when the girl opens the door and hears the carolers mm-hmm. and someone's getting I'm there. getting an abortion. I'm getting an abortion. <laughs> oh. Peter. Agnes climbs down from the walls and Kelly tries to run, but the door is jammed. Seeing a defibrillator, which is always in a a hospital room, right, Tammy? In every hospital room. Is there a defibrillator in every hospital room? No, there's one for the hall. Oh, okay. Typically, but... Kelly charges it and shocks Agnes in the face, killing her. Is this medically accurate? I mean... You get zapped? Face zapped? But, like, if you put it all the way up to, like, the maximum level. Yeah, to 11. Face zapped. I don't know. Would it burn your skin? In the face! In the face! Uh, Probably would would make them fall. What sound does it make? Kill them. Can you you reenact the sound that they make, please? With your mouth, make the sound that those things make. I mean, those are old ones. So they don't really exist like that anymore. What do they they sound like? They're just pads, like stickies. Oh, they're sticky pads, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so you don't even have to do the thing. No. You just put it on there. The whole, like, rubbing them together. Yeah. That doesn't happen anymore. Clear. You still have to yell clear. Well, they rub them. I thought they would rub them together because they have, like, jelly on them so as not to, like, 
burn your spread skin. the jelly. Burn your skin. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. They would because put in ER. They put like a jelly the on them. Yeah. Yeah, because everybody watched the thing, and they don't want to do the whole thing anymore because they get their hands bitten off. They kill. Um, in Scream Four, they kill the killer in this exact same way. But in Scream Four, we actually get the line of clear. I always yell at people in CPR class because they'll say clear, but they don't actually check. And then they'll push the button, and I'm like, whoa, you just hurt your friend. <laughs> now you have to do this code by yourself. Your friend is now shocked, too. Oh, Lord. And they're like, oh, what? I'm shocked. Huh? What? Huh? Like, so- <laughs> you got to do both parts now. What? Aggie just, just dead. lost someone. She has been fried. Clear. Good. Uh, Billy then cl- Billy then climbs down from the ceiling just as Kelly can escape the room. As Billy exits the room, Kelly beats him with a crutch and runs. He catches up to her at the staircase, and the film ends as she crush. flips Billy over the railing, causing him to be impaled by a Christmas tree. Oh yeah, oh, right in the gut. Yeah. Oh, Christmas tree. He didn't. She didn't throw him into a hot tub. No. And that was Black Christmas 2006. Fun facts. Uh, oh God, there are fun there facts. are some. There's there's more. This film holds a 14%. Yeah, I saw rate. that. I saw that before <laughs> we turned what it did, on. What did you say? 14%. Oh, God, this holds a 14%. I can't no, wait for this dog shit, shit is what show. I said. Yeah. Look, look up Twin Sitters. What's no. its Rotten Tomatoes No, I percent? think mine's probably the lowest now at this point. 15%. So the sanitarium, <laughs> the sanitarium in the film is Clark Sanitarium, which is a reference to Bob Clark, who directed the original Black Christmas and also directed A Christmas Story. During one scene, the famous leg lamp from A Christmas Story can be seen in the background. Amanda Seyfried auditioned for the lead role of Kelly, but lost to Katie Cassidy. The filmmaker stated they turned her down because they didn't want two mean girl actresses in this movie. That's funny. Andrea Martin, who played Phyllis in the original Black Christmas and plays the house mom in this one, said in an interview that she hadn't thought about Black Christmas for 32 years and it came out of the blue when Glenn Morgan offered her the role as the house mother in this movie. All right. So that was my pick for holiday movie month. I'm going to preface this with, I know this movie is bad, but I love a really bad horror movie and I think I actually saw this version before I saw the original Black Christmas I feel as though you have wasted a perfectly good holiday movie I don't feel that way for the month of December I don't feel that way I like this movie I like the early aughts of it I like the women in it I think it's funny and gross and stupid and sometimes you just need that all right around the room pass fail Tammy I don't know where I would need to see someone eating other people's eyeballs. Well, whoever needs that. Or using eyeballs as Christmas decorations. Well, not all, all of us can afford to buy things at or, home goods, Tammy. Or um, moms fucking their children or, um, you know, You loved it in things. Game of Thrones. What's that line? What line? Something's- I mean, I didn't love that part, but it was there. Remember. Something gross like incest line that people like dudes like close skin is the incest is the best. Never get anything better. Never get any better loving than from your cousin or something like something. No, no, this you got it from me. It's the closer the kin, the smoother Smoother the the skin. skin. Closer the kin, the smoother the skin. Okay, guys. Disgusting. I know. Um, so I'm gonna fail this. Damn it. I I did like how it had actresses in it from when we were in high school. Yes. That was cool. Yes. And boobs. Um, oh, no, wait. They were bad boobs. I mean, I don't really remember. The The boobs were not 
Oh, no, they're not great. They're not, like, memorable, and so it wasn't a significant part of the movie, but, um, but yeah. Fail. Fail. I'm sorry. Matt? You There's so many other no, you don't choices. I legit picked this movie knowing you guys would fail it. I just, I'm going with my Black Christmas. Next year, I'm picking the third Black Christmas. Fuck, so stop. You know what? Yeah, I, and we're all calling. That one is different. I know. We're all that going. That one's a comedy. No, we're all going to call. It has in it. We're all going to call John and ask him to fill in for all of us. No, I'll watch it. For 2019. I'll watch Fine. it just to say I've seen all three of them. Well, you know I hate slashers and you know I hate remakes. So, <laughs> of course, yeah, I fucking failed this movie. Every <laughs> Everything I loved about the first one was ruined by this one. I know. I really, I, I literally cared about so none, I literally cared about none of the characters in it. I Not even Mrs. Ewan McGregor. Oh. She wasn't Mrs. Ewan McGregor then. This is not a fun fact that I said, but she literally agreed to do this movie in the airport after wrapping Final Destination 3. I, you know what? <laughs> I would have much rather have just, I'm never getting that time back. I would have much rather have watched Final Destination 3. Fail. Fail. All right. Fail, fail, epic fail. Guino? You know, <clears throat> I consider myself as a, you know, I try to be a respectful and considerate gentleman. You know, I would never, ever, like, fail a movie out of spite. I feel like that's classless, almost uh, unethical. But I will mm. definitely fail this movie because I legitimately hated every second of it. And I thought you would love the disgusting gore of it. Oh, uh, really it was did. Yeah, it was gross, but it was that a would appeal to you. It was hilarious. It was not, <laughs> not, it was just bad, man. Okay. It was bad. No, I know. It was all bad. And I then know. I couldn't get over like it's like that is a, that a, that's a dude, right? Is yes. Dude? I've <laughs> seen a lot of gross things in my life. But watching that eyeball get grabbed out of that head and squished between the fingers just gave me like a iggy feeling See, but, the, me, but like i've seen kill bill 300 the times the eyeball thing doesn't bother me for me no. it's the cookie cutter in the back okay, that was that gross. didn't bother me that's, like, that's so over gross. the top like terrifier shit that's Do so you know what I mean? gross and then him sitting there chewing it like eating it like oh so it felt mm-hmm. like, or in the beginning when they give him the chicken skins and they're like, "It's the closest we can get to his mom's like, skin." But here's the thing: I felt like they like, didn't. It, it tastes t- like mom's cooking, or should I say, cooking mom? Yeah. It didn't feel like they were trying to tell a story. It's like we oh, no. uh, here are characters. We're gonna murder these bitches on screen. Watch how we do it, and uh, like that was it. Well, to be honest, I did pick it knowing this was gonna happen. Well. <laughs> There you go. It's, it's no closet full of heads. That's okay. Well, continuing <laughs> our holiday movie month, Matt, quid pro quo. Okay, so I did flip a coin for this. Yes, I know. I'm indecisive. I can't pick a fucking movie outright. My movie came out in let's, 2006. Let's it came you can't out, do Black Christmas, too. It, <laughs> it came out in 2006. It was directed by... Nancy Myers. Yay! I love this movie. Starring Eli Wallach, Jack Black, Quad Pro Quo alum Rufus Sewell. Oh, yeah. He's a bad guy in that movie, too. And a few other people. You're not going to mention them? My movie is The Holiday. (gasps) 
And where can our listeners watch the holiday? The I feel I feel like this movie is one of the most readily accessible movies. We literally just watched it last weekend. It, it's it's on Hulu. It's on. I think it's on Netflix. It's 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 everywhere. Okay. I, I watch this movie every chance I can. It is a sappy lame burger. I love it. I love everything about Says it. Says the guy that made me watch Top Gun Maverick. You're welcome. You're a better person for it. All right. Pass. It's not Paddington You too. grow. <laughs> pass. Pass. The holiday I for next it. week. We are at Quad Pro Quo Pod across Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we are part of the Deluxe Edition Network. You can find out more about us and the other podcasts on the network at deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Featured podcasts for the month of December are Deluxe Edition and the Stephen Crypto Show. If you want to suggest a theme month, you can hit us up on any of our social media accounts or you can visit our website and please rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. And until next week... Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.